0: Hello, and welcome to the Beyond the Kitchen Table podcast, a podcast for entrepreneurs and small business owners that want a successful business. My name's Marie, and I'm a website designer based in the UK. And each week, I will bring you simple and actionable tips to help with your website, your marketing, and just running a small business. So let's get started. Welcome to the Beyond the Kitchen Table podcast. And this week, I am thrilled to have a guest for you. So Nadia Laval is a photographer, photographer based in Seven Oaks, and she specialises in branding photography, headshots and family photos. So first of all, welcome, Nadia.
1: Oh, thank you so much, Marie. I'm so pleased to be asked. Thank you for having me on your podcast.
0: You are very welcome. I've just given a very brief introduction, but can you explain a little bit more about what you do and specifically who you help?
1: Yes, so I'm a freelance photographer and I specialize in headshots, um, whether that's for an individual or for a small business or for a larger company, Um, personal branding um, and family photography as well. And um, I work um, very much making sure that the, the individual's experience is a positive experience. Lots of people don't enjoy having their photo taken. In fact, Quite a lot of people say that they'd quite frankly rather go to the dentist. So um, uh, (laughs) making sure that they have a positive experience is what I focus on the most. Um, I do other types of photography as well. So I do product photography and events as well. um, But the majority of my work by far is uh, headshots and personal branding.
0: And how did you get into this? Because I know a lot of people have photography as as a hobby. Was it a hobby for you, first of all, and then you decided to take it up as a business or...? Yeah, if you can explain a little bit about how you got into it.
1: So I studied photography at university which is now quite a long time ago um, and I always had an interest in it and I wanted to get into photography once I finished university but it was an incredibly difficult industry to get into and you know being 22 living in London I quite quickly ran out of money and needed to do something else so I started in a completely different career, which I ended up doing for 17 years, which was a fantastic career and I really enjoyed it, um, which was in um, media and communications planning. So I used to help um, big brands to work out who their target audience is and what their communication strategy needs to look like and then how best to execute that, which media channels to use and how frequently and, and, and helps them to negotiate pricing for that. So I did that for 17 years and then I had kids and decided I didn't want to go back into that industry. And now was the time to finally take the plunge and and give it a go. And that was a few years ago now. And I am so pleased that I did because I absolutely love it. I mean, I really love it. I'm so happy doing what I do. Um, But yeah, it certainly hasn't been what I've been doing for my whole career, but it was what I always wanted to do originally.
0: Oh, that's really lovely to hear. Actually, that it was your original dream because it's like quite a lot of people who get into photography get into it quite late. Whereas with you, it's always been your dream, and that's that's amazing to have a career now that allows you to to follow that dream that you originally had. And I would imagine that that time that you spent in in media has been really useful, especially I presume when it comes to working with businesses.
1: Yes, absolutely. So um, in helping bigger brands to work out who their target audience is. There was a lot of work on exactly what their marketing um, objectives were, what their communications objectives were, um, and how best to execute those through a a medium communication strategy. So I use all of that now to help my personal branding clients in particular to work out who it is that they're speaking to and therefore what their messaging needs to be. And that then in turn... Um, informs things like lighting, posing, uh, clothing, um, and exactly what expression I need to get out of them in the shoot to make sure they communicate what it is they want to communicate about themselves. So, yeah, it has been incredibly helpful. And also, as you say, within the corporate environment, to be able to walk in very confidently into that environment and deal with lots of different people. Um, my previous career has helped me 100% with that.
0: Yeah, I can I can see that. And when it comes to particularly small businesses, because a lot of people listening to this podcast run their own small business, now I'm completely sold on professional photography for certainly website and also for for other purposes too. But can you explain why you think it's important for people to have professional photos taken rather than using photos that I don't know were taken at their cousin's wedding or that have been snapped on an iPhone? because obviously phones these days can take reasonably decent photos. Well,
1: lots of people start the discussion with me saying that my current LinkedIn shot is a photo of me from a wedding 10 years ago. I really think it's (laughs) about time that I need to update it. So uh, you're absolutely right. Um, Yeah, so I guess the expertise that comes with understanding all of those things that I mentioned to do with lighting and posing um, are a lot of it. So in order to get the right expression out of people, Um, You need to ensure that they're comfortable, that you have a rapport with them. Um, And expression is everything. So, yes, lighting, hugely important technical side of photography, perhaps the the most important technical side of photography is lighting. Um, But it doesn't matter whether you've got a perfectly lit image that's really, really well, uh, well framed. You know, the composition is excellent. If you haven't got the right expression out of people, then it's it's kind of meaningless and it and it won't do what you want it to do so i think hiring a professional to do that rather than using uh, an iphone photo or something like that is about making sure that you communicate the messaging that you want to in your professional imagery um so yeah i think it's absolutely a critical part of it
0: and also i guess the editing that you do post um the shoot as well certainly i have noticed a big difference when i've seen photos which have been taken by somebody who maybe has done some photography and has, has understands some lighting, but without the editing, the the photos can just not look as anywhere near as polished. And I guess when we, certainly when it comes to websites, one of the things that we want to come across is we want to come across as professional in what we do rather than looking like, you know, we, we're not prepared to invest in ourselves in our business and looking more pound shop, if you like, than, than Joan Malone. <laughs> yeah,
1: absolutely. Um, yeah so if you've got um, imagery on your website that doesn't look like it's been taken by a professional then it's not necessarily going to communicate the right message that you want it to about the business that you're trying to promote so um, you know I think it's really important that you invest in yourself in that way especially if you're starting up a new business or something like that having the right imagery because you know we all know first impressions are hugely important when you click on a website for the first time the images that you see there is the is is the impression that you're going to take away with you and if it's not working as hard for you as it possibly could then you're doing yourself a disservice really
0: yeah definitely i often have discussions with clients about logos and images and it's the images which really sell your website the logo is a small thing in the top left hand corner usually it's the it's that first image that people see on the website which really makes the impression and and you can't undo that
1: yeah. And as you mentioned with editing, I think editing has really come to the forefront a lot more and more recently because um, the editing software that you have available these days means that you can make images really pop and you can highlight the exact exact areas that you want to in an image and you can bring it all to life a bit more. Um, so, yeah, that sort of uh, expertise as well makes a huge difference to the final final output.
0: And you touched earlier on the fact that a lot of people don't like having their photograph taken and I must have not heard um, that people would prefer to go to the dentist, but I can understand that. And I get that objection a lot of times when I talk to clients, website clients about having professional photography taken. But can you explain a little bit about um, what they themselves can do so that they feel comfortable when they're photo was taken obviously you do your part but what can they do so that they feel comfortable
1: yeah so um i think that the most important thing is making sure you find a photographer you can have a good rapport with um because if you're not comfortable sitting in front of that person and moving this way and moving that way and and listening to instruction because a lot of what i do is directing people I'll direct people into what feels like perhaps less comfortable pose, but ultimately it's the final image that looks fantastic. So you have to have a rapport with the photographer that you find. So it's not just about looking for the kind of imagery that you'd like in that person's website. You also need to have that video consultation with them first um, if they offer that. Um, just to make sure that you'll have that connection on the day because that's hugely important. Um, and I think that that really is the main thing. I'm, I'm just trying to think if there's anything else um, that I can mention for that. But rapport is everything. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I think that's so important. And I know certainly I've worked with clients who have not had the rapport with the photographer. They found somebody um, and they've not, maybe not had that call before they booked the photographer. And when it's come to the day, they felt very uncomfortable. And you can really see it in the, in the photos that come yes. through that it looks very, they look very stilted, they don't look happy, which is ultimately when somebody is looking at photos of you, for example, on your website, they're not looking at whether you've got a spot on your nose or whether you're carrying half a stone or a stone or more of baby weight. They're looking as to whether you, you look like the kind of person that they can work with. And a lot of that just comes down to looking happy, relaxed, confident on camera. And like I say, that rapport is, is so important.
1: Absolutely, because otherwise they can end up look, sort of looking like school photos, if you like, you know, where everyone's just been told to sit down for 20 seconds. Quick, smile, done, click, <laughs> uh, you know, um, <laughs> you need to make sure you have that. Another way, another good way to sort of find out about that is also by looking at photographers' testimonials. So, you know, any decent photographer will have a number of good testimonials, not just on their website, but other sources like on uh, Google and Google Maps, when you look on Google Maps, you can look at their reviews. And if their testimonials talk a lot about the experience somebody's had, or that the photographers put them at ease, or that it was a much nicer um, experience than they were expecting, then that will speak volumes about what that person will be like to work with.
0: Yes, that is, that is very true. It's often with testimonials, it's what's not said. Um, whereas if people are saying talking about the experience in a positive way, then... Um, that, um, that does say something. And you've got um, a new package out as well, haven't you? Sorry, moving away from business photography, but you've got a new package out, haven't you, about celebrating the people that we are. Um, celebrating Celebration of You, it's called, isn't it?
1: Yes, that's right, yeah.
0: Can you explain so, a little bit about what that is?
1: Yeah, so Celebration of You is a new package that I've just launched, um, and it's focusing on the individual. So it's it's a portrait package, Um but it's focused primarily on the whole experience. So it's an an experience, not just having your photo taken. It's not just having a photo taken to put something on the wall. It's a whole experience. So it might be that you wanted to do it because you wanted to celebrate a life stage, want to celebrate a milestone, a particular achievement, some hurdles that have been overcome, um, the books that you've written or, you know, whatever that might be, or maybe just because, but... um, it's a package whereby the, it, it will last across a, a number of hours, the experience, because it will be hair and makeup as well. And the exact content of the shoots and, and the style of the hair and makeup will be determined by the um, video consultations that you'll have with your photographer and um, hair and makeup artist to talk about what it is you want to achieve, why it is you want to do, that at this, uh, do this at this point in your life, um you know what what sort of success looks like if you like at the end of the shoot what you want to come away with and that will determine all the th- all the important things like location uh you know whether it's going to be an outdoor shoot with beautiful wind blowing your hair you know standing on the top of a cliff or something like that or whether you're going to be lying in your study surrounded by all the paintings that you've painted or you know whatever that is will be determined in that um pre-shoot consultation so I'm really excited about this because it's been something I've been working on for some time um, and it's something I wanted to bring to fruition and um, it's it's an indulgent offering. It's not an everyday package and it's something that I think people would hope, I would hope people would want to put on their gift wish list. So, you know, when, when sort of Christmas comes along or birthday or something like that, it might be something that they'd say, I'd really like to do this experience because it's it's something really positive that's focused just on me. Um, so that's that's uh, that's what I'm offering, and um, for more information on that, you can have a look at um, my website.
0: Fabulous, and I think we we are all guilty of not celebrating ourselves, but also it's it's a case of how you want to be remembered by other people. I know a lot of women, in particular, are not on a lot of photos of their family, so they're taking snaps of their children, they're taking photos of their you know their husband or partner. Um but they're not in the photos themselves, and when people try and get them in the photos, they generally shy away, and something like this is a great way for your family to to think of you as well.
1: Yeah, absolutely yeah it is it's a it's a really nice, indulgent experience, um, and then you come away with it with fantastic imagery of you at your absolute best. And so yeah, I'm really excited. Brilliant! We
0: should all do more indulgence. (laughs) I'm a big (laughs) fan of indulgence. (laughs) And can we can we come on to a little bit about how you find clients, how you market your business? Because I think it's always interesting to find out how other business owners actually find their clients.
1: Yes. So by far, the majority of my business comes in from Google. So I I always ask every client that comes to me how they heard about me, Um, and I'd say you know somewhere between. 70 to nine, and that is interesting for me because having come from a, a marketing and communications background and advising big brands that I used to advise like British Heart Foundation and Kellogg's and Transport for London on where to deploy their media budgets, um, you know, search is such an important thing for me. Um, search engine optimization is hugely important. Um, and I do know from, from working with those bigger brands in the past, We would always recommend that um, when we were allocating budget that search was ticked off first. It was the underlying thing across the whole year. We made sure that we allocated the right amount of budget to search before we did anything else. Everything else was layered on top, whether that was TV, press, um, outdoor, whatever it was, um, was always layered on top of that. So, I mean, it shouldn't be a huge surprise to me, but I am surprised at just how much of my... Um, business comes in from search so it is a it is a major focus for me
0: that's really interesting because I think certainly I would have assumed that as a photographer obviously it's very visual what you do and therefore social media would actually be hugely important but I guess probably search is not as competitive for a photographer as social media might be and sometimes and people do search on google when they're looking to buy whereas people when they're on social media are tending to scroll and i talked about this in last week's episode of the podcast um and certainly i've noticed a similar kind of thing that when you look at it you know i've been spending more time on social media than i have on search but i'm getting more clients through search than i am on social media yeah so social
1: media for me is um So I, I keep it sort of ticking along if you like. It's a great place to be able to showcase my imagery, especially things like Instagram, of course, which is set up for that in particular. Um, great place to showcase my imagery. And it's, it, as you quite rightly say, and that's a really important point, social media is something that somebody will see over a number of times if if you're you're posting the kind of thing that they're interested in or they're following you. And that might build up within their mind, and then at some point in the future, they may be in the market for the kind of service that I'm offering, and then they might might think of me. Whereas search, critically, is that is that nearly the final point in that whole sort of cycle, in that people have thought about, you know, have seen things along the way, they've thought about the fact that they need a photographer, and right now they need to find one, and that's a much more critical part of that journey for me to be present um within than 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 sort of the more traditional social media channels, so social media is something that I make sure that I have a good presence on, and that I, you know I'm there, and as you say, it is a much more competitive environment, so you need to make sure that you have a presence there, but by far what's what's much more important to me is making sure that my search um is performing well that that's my much bigger priority
0: brilliant that's um really helpful. And can you just maybe explain a couple of things that you have done that you think have benefited your your SEO that have made the difference in terms of actually being found?
1: Yeah, so I think um, one of the things is to ensure. So you know, as a photographer, I like to completely cover my website in beautiful imagery, uh, which is fantastic, but it takes up a lot of space and so it can slow things down. So making sure I'm optimizing my image sizing. Um, has hugely helped but also blogging so you know if there's a particular type of a particular offering within my business that I want to focus on then I make sure that I blog about that particular subject matter um so that Google will find it find think that I'm an interesting source of information and and bump me up there a bit on the search rankings I think those two things um have hugely helped um and obviously also Marie, taking part in your course was a huge part of that. Um, and I and I saw some huge improvements off the back of that. Um, most importantly, actually, was ensuring that I knew which order in which to do things. So mm-hmm. um, so I should probably let you say what course it is I'm talking about, but your um SCO course um uh, was fantastic. So I you know, coming out of that I was able to work out order in which to do things you know where to prioritize my time um and then also critically how to work out what whether what I'm doing is actually making any difference and you know where to find what the sources of information were and I think those things have have really made a difference because I went into it knowing a fair amount about search you know with my background I never actually implemented it myself in my previous roles I used to advise clients of the importance of it but we had other teams that would implement it so it was for me it was about learning how to make sure that i got it right um but yeah i've seen a, i've seen a good uh, a huge difference off the back of doing that course and it, you know also my confidence in understanding it as well um you know you can go into something like that where a lot of people think that seo is this sort of unknown thing that um you know sort of dark art if you like um that you know <laughs> you, you you can't do it yourself but actually with the right sort of information you certainly can Um, there's a little bit of time involved, but it is something that you can do yourself. So, yeah. Yeah,
0: it definitely is. And it's interesting because there's an awful lot of free resources on SEO, but there's almost too much and it's overwhelming. And like you say, it's understanding which things are going to move the needle for you. And also, there's a lot of things that apply more to big businesses than they do to small businesses. So, actually understanding what will work for your kind of business rather than what works for any kind of business. And and like you say, what you should prioritise, you just get bombarded with lots of different things and you think, there's just too much, I can't possibly do all of it. And then you realise actually there are some things which are really important and they're the things that you need to do and you need to do them well. And a lot of the other stuff you can just leave um, or you know, come to later if you've got the time.
1: Yeah, it is absolutely about sifting through all of those different things you can do, working out which ones are the important ones. And then it becomes manageable. And then you can kind of get it, get your head around it a bit more. Um, I think another thing that I forgot to mention that also has worked very well for me is client testimonials. So, you know, every client that I've worked with, after, you know, at the end of the process, once they've received all their images, I will then follow up with an email always to ask them two things. One is, please, can I use your imagery for my own promotional purposes? And two is, um, please, could you find the time to write a review for me on Google? Because it hugely helps with my search ranking. And I think that has had a huge impact as well, because I have a good number of um, very positive reviews on Google. And I think that's that's working really hard for me, too.
0: Yes, it definitely does. And that's one of the things I teach on the course is the fact that actually getting Google, Google reviews rather than reviews anywhere else is what makes a difference for your search getting reviews generally is very helpful for example for your website and and to promote on social but um in terms of improving your search it's google that matters and and one of the things i did want to just highlight is the reason that the course is called seo made easy is because it's designed to be easy for all small business owners to um to do themselves because it costs a lot of money to outsource seo i saw a post the other day on Social media, explaining why it costs three and a half thousand, I think it was dollars rather than pounds a month to do SEO, and they completely justified it in terms of the time that was taken. But most small business owners do not have anywhere near that kind of budget to invest in marketing, let alone SEO. It's just SEO. So learning how to do it yourself and the fact that you can do it yourself, I think, is 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 very important, and um, and hence the reason for for having the course, which launches again soon. Before we get on to the final couple of questions, can you let people know where they can find you, your website and your socials?
1: Yes, yeah, so um my web address is um nadia photography.co.uk and Lavelle is um L-A-V-E-L-L-E. Um, and there are lots of galleries on there and my pricing is on there, which is is a is a it's a big part of my offering, but it's about pricing transparency because a lot of photographers don't put pricing on their website. And I, I believe it's the quickest way to, to lose a potential client because they want an idea of whether you're going to be offering them a service that's in the hundreds or in the thousands um, before they'll, they'll bother to pick up the phone to you. So my pricing is on there and obviously my blogs, um, lots of examples of my work. And then on Instagram and Facebook, my pages are Nadia Lavelle Photography, um and uh also on on linkedin as well um just under my name um so yeah lots of different places to see uh examples of my work
0: brilliant and i'll put those links in the show notes as well so people can find them more easily so final couple of questions um first of all which are your favorite podcasts to listen to business or, or non-business
1: yeah, so I, I've got one example for you, actually, which is one I listen to all the time. Um, it's an American one. It's, it's well, it's photography specific, but it's um, called The Portrait System. Um, and it was hugely helpful to me when I started out because it's focused, you know, it's targeted people starting out in photography as a business. And so it talks about all of the essential things, all the ups and all the downs and what to expect, and, and where to place your focus, um, where to place your energies. Um, and so, yeah, I find that hugely, hugely helpful, and I listen to that whenever I'm editing, actually, because obviously a huge part of my job, as much as I love being in the studio, and I love being behind the camera, and I love being out on location, a big part of my job is editing. So um, I listen to that a lot of the time when I'm at my computer.
0: Yeah, I can, uh, I can believe that. Um, and a, a favourite business book, if you have one
1: yeah I don't know if it's a favorite, but um because uh making people feel at ease is a big part of my job, so you know if people feel comfortable in front of the camera, then you get a much better image um so making sure that you understand how to get people to how to empathise with people how to make them um feel comfortable listening to them um is one of the things that is is the way of making sure that people will come back. Um, and they will have a really positive experience that they'll talk about. So, there's a book called Super Coaching.
0: I've come um, across that one before. Who's that one not, by?
1: Graham, Graham Alexander and Ben Renshaw. Super Coaching. It talks a lot about um, listening to clients' needs and aspirations. And therefore, you know, I mean, I've talked a lot about rapport, but being able to empathize with them. And that's all about just making sure you make people feel comfortable. And, and you know, as I said, I can have all the technicals right and get all that down to a T. And that's great. But unless they, are looking comfortable in front of the camera you won't get the shot that you're after so so yeah that's a good one to have a look at
0: yeah that's really it's interesting the the comment as well because that doesn't just apply to photography obviously the fact you're getting the shot means that there is a, a visual representation of that um that time but I certainly find it with web design as well that a lot of my clients there's an awful lot of people who are very technically very good at web design but they don't necessarily have the understanding and clients don't necessarily have confidence that they're going to deliver what their vision is. And so I think for a lot of industries, actually having that rapport with clients and that understanding of their position and their underst- that understanding of their business is hugely important and can make the big difference between a successful outcome that you get that great testimonial for or one that actually people leave and think, well, I didn't really enjoy that.
1: Yeah, um, and that's it. And then they won't talk about you to their friends and colleagues, and they, you know, they won't come back and they won't uh, refer anybody to you. So, yeah, hugely. Exactly. Yeah, this. and
0: ref- yeah, it, it, exactly. And or that if they do talk about you, they'll be talking about you negatively, um, which we don't want. <laughs> <laughs> you may well have something that we've already talked about here. But finally, a piece of business advice that you would give to somebody whether they're starting out or or they've been in business a little while.
1: I think that. The the biggest thing for me, in terms of starting out, if I focus on starting out in particular, was um, taking on the expertise and the skills of a, a life coach. So when I was starting out, um, I had the great fortune of my best friend was training uh, to become a life coach, and she asked me to sit in um, as a sort of case study for her. So she focused everything on my particular type of business. And um I would have specific targets to meet each week for when we would meet up and do our sessions. And she she would go through exactly what I needed to do to be able to get going in this business. And it was so helpful. Um, you know, and and of course at the time when you're starting out a business like you were saying earlier about, you know, not knowing where it is that you put your money, you put your investment into. And I think that was so very valuable that I would recommend um, that people do that sort of get to that sort of goal setting um, and prioritization by going through that with a, a business coach that's experienced in doing exactly that. So that that would be my main piece of advice, I think, especially in starting out.
0: Yeah, it's interesting. It's very difficult going alone um, in this kind of business. You need the support of others and you need to learn from others as well because People have trodden this path before and it might not be exactly the same experience that you have, but certainly we can, we can learn a lot from other people. Well, thank you so much, Nadia. That's been really, really helpful.
1: Thank you for having me. It's been really nice. I'm really pleased to be asked. Thank you so much.
0: You're very welcome. Thank you for listening to the Beyond the Kitchen Table podcast. If you've enjoyed this episode, please do follow or subscribe to be informed of new episodes. And don't forget to share with a friend. Thank you so much.